This is a mother-daughter podcast, but it is not for kids. This podcast will be discussing adult subject matter that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion advised. Episode four of the Don't Look Podcast. Four. My name is Kat. And I'm Kat's mom. And this is a podcast where I watch movies with my daughter. So you don't have to with yours. <laughs> Uncomfortable movies, to be a bit more specific. Uncomfortable movies. Movies that you might not be like, that's uncomfortable, but then they are. And we're here to tell you that they are. And we're, and we're to tell you why they are and where they are. So that where they are uncomfortable, that is. You can, uh, you can take a dip if you need to. You avoid that. Yep. And we have a little something special this month. Special this month. We're doing, what do we call it? Uh, double, double Secret, secret Werewolf. werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> this month we're doing Double Secret Werewolf. It is our first... Uh, double feature. We'll yep. see if we're going to do more of these, depending on how this one goes. Yep, two movies by the same director, and if you haven't been able to figure it out by now, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you haven't seen the first movie, it's possible that you have not figured it out, but it, for any of those who are still left wondering, we are doing our first movie, which is... Animal House! Woo, woo, woo. I'm revoking your charter! <laughs> <laughs> I love Animal House. I love it so much. I love uh, screwball comedies and absolute horror. Those are my two favorite genres of movie. Like so the goofier, is, the better. This is like the perfect double feature. This is the for perfect you. double feature. This is the perfect, perfect double feature for me, and I'm so hyped. So, yeah, our first one is Animal House. Our second one is. I guess we'll tell you what our second one is when we get there. When we get there. So first, we're gonna watch Animal House, 1978 film. Um, how, and many actually, how many times can we say Animal House? Uh, we can say it so many freaking times. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it came out in 1978. It's got a running time of one hour and 49 minutes. And we will tell you where all the uncomfortable moments are in between there. In case you're watching it with a loved one or a first date or a sibling who's younger or a grandma or whatever. Um, so you can peel off, but you can still enjoy some of the absolute comedic gold that takes place in this film. Um, it's, of course, the, the quintessential college comedy takes place, um, in 1962, um, kind of based on one of the writer's experiences at a frat that he went to, um, so loosely based on Dartmouth, supposedly taking place in Pennsylvania. It really confuses us because we live in Pennsylvania and, and it's not, it's not it doesn't quite. really have a Pennsylvania vibe. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it has definitely more of an East Coast and a West Coast vibe, yeah, but it's still yeah, not like PA that. vibe. Yeah, compl- and filmed in Oregon, too, so that makes it even more exciting. And you'll see a Tennessee flag uh, once or twice <laughs> in the movie, so that makes it even more exciting. Definitely Pennsylvania, like 100%. Yeah, guys. totally. This is how we lived <laughs> and how we lived then, even though it wasn't around in 1962. Neither was I. Um, but you got a lot of people you know. You got John Belushi, R.I.P. You've got a, a tiny little baby Kevin Bacon, little fresh little, face. Little baby. Fresh face youth. Little fresh face little boy. <laughs> you got um, 
a Stephen Furster you've seen in some other things. I mean, you've got just just a bunch of just hilarious people up in here, so you're really gonna have a good time. I would say go ahead, relax and enjoy, and kind of a uh, don't relax too much because there are a couple of places where you're gonna want to dip. I feel like <laughs> there's a lot in this movie. There are. I mean, this is you know kind of one of those things. Where it's like you know going in that there's going to be a couple of things that are going to be a little weird. Um, so it's kind of another one of those where it's like if you're going to watch it, just be aware that some of the subject matter may be just overall inappropriate. But we're going to get you through the hairier moments of the film. Yeah. Sorry about our dog. She's going off because, I don't know, there's probably someone outside the window or something. We're on, we're on, the, we're on the third floor, so if there's someone outside our window, it's a vampire and we have to go. <laughs> Only on the sidewalk, I mean. She's just a very cranky dog. And Salem's lot all over again. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> you meant, like, down on the sidewalk, but... She's just a barky baby. She is. She's a terror, but... um. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna be a good time. I am, I am so hyped. We have, we just got back from the shore, so we have some kettle corn. I'm about to tear that up. <laughs> um, I'm super excited. Yeah, this is a very college age film. College it's age definitely film. direct, like directed towards college age kids as well. Yeah, it's it's yeah. very much that type of vibe. It's that type of vibe, and I think everybody's kind of seen. Anybody who's been to college has seen that uh, Jim Belushi poster where he's just wearing this sweatshirt that just says college on it. Which I love. If, if I did <laughs> go to college, like, I would just wear that every day. Just college. Um, you know, it's one of those things. So I think it's kind of one that most people have heard of. If you haven't heard of it, your parents definitely have heard of it. Um, and it's definitely, I think, one of those things. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I love that movie. Little Junior, let's come on and watch it. It's going to be great. You're going to head off to college soon. It's about time you get a taste of what it's like. And I, I can totally see, like, a parent grabbing their kid and just being like, oh, you know, you're getting yeah. ready for your freshman year. Like, let's watch this awesome movie. So. Or, like, this being, like, put in the minivan TV thing on, like, yeah. a family road trip. Like, not even the parents are not even paying attention. And you're, like, sitting there like, I don't remember that should, quite. Should, should I have okay. seen that? Is that? It's like you expect, cool. you know, hijinks, but like maybe there's some extra hijinks that you don't quite recall. So I think this was a good one for that. Yeah. All right. All right. So what do you think? You ready? I am 100% ready for okay. this. I'm, I love this I'm movie. Hype. I'm hyped. I love excited. it. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Such a, a good time. All right. I can't wait to tear up that kettle corn. All right. <laughs> Who dumped a whole truckload of fizzies into the swim meets? Who delivered the medical school cadavers to the alumni dinner? Every Halloween, the trees are filled with underwear. Every spring, the toilets explode. National Lampoon's Animal House, starring John Belushi and Donald Sutherland from Universal Pictures. National Lampoon's Animal House, rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parents. time at college i hope that you did yeah i i absolutely love this movie i think um it's hilarious all the way through and i think that it just ramps up 
to just these moments of just absolute over-the-top craziness that are just a joy to watch. Yeah, because I think a lot of moments are like, this is funny, this is funny, this is funny, and then it just hits you with the actual punchline, and you're like, oh my <laughs> oh god. My god. <laughs> now, all I will say, I went to college, it wasn't anything like that, but I wasn't as much fun then as I am now, so maybe that's why I kind of wish I could do it again. <laughs> I did not go to college, but I fully imagine it's exactly like this. <laughs> I mean, granted, I believe a lot of things have changed since 1962. Some of them definitely for the better. Uh, <laughs> some of them maybe not. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it just, it, this is movie is so much fun to watch. Uh, if you're a fan of any kind of just fun college comedy and just ridiculousness, I feel like this is like the granddaddy. This is the one that started... You know, all the other, you know, college hijinks movies that are out there, I feel like this is the one to go to. Just before, what is it, Back to School? or Yeah, Back to School came out in the 80s, so yeah. This came out in 78, so it would have been before that. It just, that just was another fantastic Yeah, you also <laughs> really like that one, that's why I bring it up. <laughs> if you haven't seen Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield, and if you don't know who Rodney Dangerfield is, look him up, he's funny. Um, check it out, Back to School, Caddyshack. I, I love all that stuff. They're just she does ridiculous goofball kind of irreverent movies that are just hilarious for me to watch. That's so like just a pure escapism, pure escapism, hilarious. Um. So anyway, this movie, if you haven't already guessed, is about a college experience, a college experience, <laughs> a college experience. Um, kind of focusing on a couple of gentlemen who are entering college as freshmen. And they go to kind of pledge the cool the cool frat on campus. And the cool frat's like, um, no. No. And so they end up pledging the Delta House. And mm. one of the gentlemen there is, um, his brother was a member of the Delta House. So he can get in as a legacy. Flounder. Yeah, Flounder. Um, which is his Delta name. So that's kind of, you know, what happens and hijinks and Sue. Now, just kind of to, to round out the whole thing, just to give you the overarching things that may or may not set you off, um, there are uh, there's a little bit of racism in here because it was taking place in 1962. There's ableism. There's some ableism that kind of smacks you right in the bat, like right off the bat, rather. Right off the bat. Um, yeah, that they kind of show. It's not like a huge deal, but they're like a huge player. Not a huge deal, but like a huge scene, but it is definitely there. Um, kind of the way that women are treated is not the best. Um you know, so there are definitely some of those things to watch out for. There's coarse and suggestive language. Definitely some coarse and suggestive language. Um, there's a couple of butt cheeks there's that like we didn't mention. Four, four butts? Uh, three to four butts. Three to four butts. Yeah, that you're going to see. And we've just been kind of leaving the butts out because the butts really aren't doing anything, like, aside from existing. We and included, they're very quick. Yeah, we included the butt at the beginning of Apocalypse Now because that whole situation was kind of whack. It was kind of bizarre. But yeah. going so. forward, and previously, I don't know that we're going to include butts unless the butts are, like, doing something. Yeah, unless the butts are kind of leading to, to something further uncomfortable. Yes. But they're very, there's brief butts. They're very short and sweet. They, you don't see much of them. They're here and then gone. Yeah, we might, we might lightly discuss a couple of the butts later. Yeah, but, but. I mean, we're not, we didn't narrow them down. If you, if you want to know where they are, please reach out and let us know. We'll tell you exactly where they are. If your butts make you uncomfortable, we are, we will tell you where we'll the butts can you. be found. All right. All right. Our first moment is just over nine minutes into the film. We marked it down as nine minutes, five seconds. Lasts about, uh, it lasts till like 918. So 
just over 10 seconds. And this is when two of the members of Delta House are discussing going on a date. Is that what is happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it, it's... <laughs> so it's pledge night. It's pledge night, and I believe it was Otter talking to Boone. Yeah. And um, he's Otter is kind of the ladies' man of the fraternity. He's like, I kind of always get something going on with one of the ladies. And multiple ladies. Multiple ladies <laughs> at the same time. And he just kind of whips out a little apparatus because Boone makes some comment about her not being impressed by anything. And then he's like, oh, I think she'll be impressed by this. Whips out a uh, terrifying, terrifyingly large <laughs> uh, dildo, so we say. Probably, it's bigger than a baby's arm. It's probably the length of my forearm. Not gonna it's, lie, it's pretty big, and he's got it wrapped up in ribbons, and <laughs> it just kind of hangs out in play for a little while as they have kind of a conversation around it. And then I think Hoover comes up and is like, "You guys got to get down here. It's pledge night. You're president yeah, of the like frat." Yeah, there's like fifty people and... trying to pledge their house. Like, come yeah. on, guys. Yeah, so he's like, you're in charge of, you know, the rush president or whatever. So it's like, you got to get down here and deal with it. So then, and then it goes away. So. How long did it last? About just over ten seconds. Okay, thirteen seconds. Okay, so it's not a terribly long time, but just be aware of it because I had completely forgotten about that, and I was like, "Oh, (laughs) how about that?" (laughs) No, and it is it is fairly large. It is fairly large and in charge. And how I could forget it, I'm really not sure. But there it was. Uh, Right, and then we're sitting chill for a while. Our next moment doesn't come in until 36.05 is what we have it marked down as. It lasts about just over a minute, going until 37.13. And this is when the first time we're at Lookout Point. Yes. (laughs) We visit Lookout Point twice in the film. Uh, both with the same gentleman and then two different ladies two participate. Different ladies. And kind of the the ladies in this that belong to the sorority, they're all, they strike me as very Southern. Yes. And I think that's kind of where some of it, like, we're like, really? It's supposed to be in PA? Yeah, like, it has like a much more like, what's the state like below us? Like Tennessee? Tennessee is not below us. Tennessee? Tennessee is a ways below us. It's certainly not directly like below one us. one or two below Virginia? We have Virginia is a good one. You know, maybe like that's a little yeah. somewhere below the Mason Dixon line, yes. let's say. It definitely strikes that sort of Yeah. Line. And then because they're all just very like these perfect blonde, you know, the, with the big coiffed hair, you know, kind of thing. And I know the, it was like pink shoulderless yeah. sweaters. It's like, you know, 1962, and I get that the fashions were kind of that way, but they all kind of seem like they speak with a little bit of a southern accent, too. Yeah. They all have like a significant amount of you that. You know, vibe. and it's just like they feel very like southern bell to me. <laughs> And so you see, it kind of gets hard almost to tell them apart a little bit because they're all just like this perfect blonde, you know, same hair type situation. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. <laughs> so the two different ladies we'll see at the lookout point, but they're both with the same gentleman, Greg, who is the president of the Omega House, which is the big rival of the Delta House, who shunned our two little heroes at the start of the thing. Hero is a strong hero, word. Hero is a strong word. But our, our two protagonists, let's say, at the start of the whole movie. So we see him and one of the young ladies at Lookout Points, And we don't actually see anything, but there's strong implications. Strong implication. Her hand is moving very vigorously. <laughs> and then she asks, like, a couple questions um, that help imply what's happening. Yeah. 
and at the end she does peel off some rubber gloves. She peels off some, <laughs> some, some rubber gloves. <laughs> Which is pretty funny in and of itself. But unfortunately for Greg, he's not very interested in whatever she's trying to do for no, him. He's just, like, sorry, I'm distracted by this yeah. Delta House nonsense. Yeah, and it kind of just like ticks her off a little bit. Like, here I am doing all this work for nothing. Yeah. And you're not even whatever. She's like, I just give up. <laughs> and these are like big rubber gloves too yeah they're like, they're like go large, like halfway down weird like. rubber gloves <laughs> like like they're like translucent like they're not they're like they're like that weird translucent yeah. yellow yeah they're real weird <laughs> they're just like obnoxious rubber gloves that she just peels off and like what like i'm i'm done with you <laughs> all my herbert for nothing <laughs> fantastic i love it this it's it's a really good one it is it's hilarious all right, and I think that kind of leads us into our next yeah, we don't uncomfortable have, moment. Like, we just have a couple seconds between. Yeah. Um, because our next uncomfortable moment is when Greg drops her off at her sorority house. Yeah. Uh, she goes upstairs, and our, our good boy, our good friend, Belushi, grabs a ladder. Yes. <laughs> he play, he, John Belushi's hilarious in this movie. With the, he plays Bluto. Bluto, thank you. Bluto is just like, it's Blutarski. So Bluto is short for Blutarski. And it's just, he's, you know, the ridiculousness of the whole thing. It's just, it's so funny. It's so well done. It really is. But he, he grabs a ladder and goes to look into the window. Yeah, he's doing some, some old-fashioned peeking. Peeping peep Tom. Peeping Tom. Um, so that starts at 3838 and runs to about, uh, 4006. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of he, a, kind of a two-parter. He bounces between two rooms, which is like the loudest thing. I don't know how he doesn't <laughs> arouse their suspicion. Like someone's out there, <laughs> but he's like on this top of this like old fat, like old wooden ladder. Type yeah. Deal. Yeah. It's like gotta be like 12 feet tall. <laughs> it's like the tallest ladder. Look into a second floor window. The first window he looks in is your classic thing that I have never experienced in real life. <laughs> Me and I don't know that anyone has. Me neither. I must not go to the right parties. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, you know, your room full of topless women having a pillow fight. Because everyone's done that. I mean, everyone's if, if that. you have done that, please... Let me know, because I have yet to meet a single lady who's taken their top off. With other women. With other women and gotten into, like, a huge pillow fight. Pillow fighting, yes. Toplessness, no. No, like, topless pillow fighting in, like, a platonic, chill way. Yeah, like, just, that like, seems just giggling and, and like, boots just wearing everywhere. like Just wearing, like, undies as well. Like, not, like, pants yeah, or anything. Like, you, like, I think a lot of them are, like, a half slip. Maybe, yeah. And just no Some, bra. Yeah. And I just, I don't get it. I don't know. So don't please, know. ladies, if you've ever experienced this, please let me know. Because I feel like this is one of those is tropes. This like a college thing, then you just were not in the right sorority. Maybe. Is this, I, I, is this a sorority thing? Anyone out there who's been in a sorority, has this happened to you? I was not in a sorority, so I don't is know. That, is this what Maybe happens? Maybe that's the key. Maybe that's the key. Maybe that's the key. We'll yeah. have to ask around. I seriously, I'm going to have to ask around because I really have no idea. Like, I've never felt an urge to be like, I'm just going to take my top off and smack some people with Yeah, colors. not that I necessarily want to experience it, but I want to know where it's happening. <laughs> I know. I feel like you see it in so many movies, especially about, like, this kind of college goofball type thing. Or, you know, it's alluded to or joked about in a lot of ways, and I have yet to see this actually happening. So, please, if anybody has any experience with it, let me know, because I want to know where all this is going on. <laughs> what started this? So, that's our first window. That's our first window. So, you know, he sees that, you know, cool, 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 whatever, but... 
then he bounces over to the next door window where um, the girl that he that uh, Greg just dropped off, which mm-hmm. I'm blanking on her name. I'm so sorry. Don't say hi. I can find um, it for you. But she is getting ready for bed uh, and is, like, slowly undressing while yeah. also, like, touching her chest and, like, her stomach and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think like, it's also kind of implied. Like, a nice sensual rub. It's and it's also kind of implied yeah. that, that further things happen. Further but things Before we see happen. anything. I believe that's Mandy. I also believe that's Mandy. So yeah. I believe Mandy is the one that's doing this. And then uh, as Bluto is watching, gets a little excited, falls backwards, and takes his entire ladder with him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just like this wonderful, hilarious moment. Yeah. And it's kind of, he has this lovely little moment where he kind of breaks the fourth wall, too, and just kind of gives you the kinda, eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like get a load of this because she, she's looking out the window does not see him so i guess it's like too dark and yeah, she's so just she like sees her reflection and is like fussing with her bangs and all of that and then he like turns back and gives like an eye to camera and it's so wonderful yeah it's just adorable it's really adorable i love it so yeah but that does go on for a hot minute and it's, it's pretty blatant what's going on so i <laughs> mean just be aware of that one Yes. Um, yeah, and then our next moment is not until the toga party. Toga, 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 toga. Um, so the guys find out they're on double secret probation. What's their response? Obviously, to throw a party that will get them into even more trouble. Well, I mean, because that's just what you do. That's just what you do. I mean, you're already in for a penny and for a pound, right? I mean, I yeah, mean, let's real. just keep going. Let's just... Just bury ourselves deeper. Yeah. And I mean, that's like one thing, if you know anything, if you've ever heard Toga Party, it, it's right here. Yeah. I mean, this is like the Toga Party, Dandal Toga Party. That's just like such a, like the bed sheets, the weird leaves in your hair, the whole deal, like the, time, the sandals. One of my friends, when we were, we were young, we had to have been we were like, like nine. Yeah, like something <laughs> around there. They were really in, <coughs> excuse me. They were really into Greek mythology, mm-hmm. and they threw a toga party for their birthday. Yep, a real little toga party for, like, little ones. It was the <laughs> cutest little thing. Cutest little thing. Yep, they threw a full-on little toga party. <laughs> and like, I will never forget it. No beer. No. <laughs> we were all supposed no to dress band. up as our favorite Greek god slash goddess. It was just hilarious. I remember you dressed up for that, but I, I don't did. remember I who was... you are. Artemis? Were you Artemis? You might I have think been. I was Artemis. Sounds like sounds like you. It does. Yeah, I remember doing the <laughs> the hair thing and all that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is not that kind of party. No. no this is not for wee ones. <laughs> no, but it's a fantastic party, and they have this band who, unfortunately, is not a real band, and I believe actually Such like lip synced in the movie, which kind of like bummed me out. <sighs> it was um, <sighs> Otis Day on the Nights. It's fantastic and i mean you know if you've ever done like shout at a wedding <laughs> this is this is kind of where it's all from it's so awesome uh they're just you know cut and loose having like a really 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 great time um and what had happened a little bit previously was uh two of the gentlemen you have otter the ladies man bumps into a fine lady at the uh food king where they were picking up supplies for the party 
And he finds out that it is none other than the dean's wife. Yes. So he's like, oh, she's like, and you can call me Mrs. Warmer. And he's like, oh, we have a dean warmer at our school. And she's like, I have a dean warmer as my husband. <laughs> and he's like, so, or, and she's like, so does this mean that you don't want to show me your cucumber anymore? <laughs> it's just delightful. And then he like, like it flashes back. Ooh. Sorry, I just smacked my mic. It flashes back to Pinto, who's at Register. Yeah, he's also at the food line, smuggling out large quantities of meat, of meat. in like his large sweater. quantities of meat. Yes. And the, the <laughs> cashier, she's just totally chill with it. She's like, I'm not going to tell anybody. You're cool. Yeah. And um, she's just like this cute little chick, chewing gum, pigtails, the whole deal. Whole deal. like, hey, it's no problem. He's like, hey, I'm coming. You got like, a party you want to go to? You want to... You want to come with me? So, like, both of them made dates for the toga party. Adorable. And lo and behold, both of their dates show up. <laughs> yes. So, just as um, Pinto is taking his date upstairs to the bedroom, yep. Mrs. Warmer is getting there, and Otter is putting on the moves. Yeah, which is hilarious. <laughs> I love Mrs. Warmer's character. I think she's just like the you know the drunk bored housewife who's just like you know what I deserve a little fun. <laughs> she's like I'm gonna have it. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing is kind of ridiculous. Hilarious. It's, it's the whole thing is hilarious and ridiculous. The scene with Otter is probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. <laughs> not gonna lie, he just it's just so precious. All right, so what time do things start um, getting uncomfortable? Because we have things start getting. A little bit spicy. Yeah, because we have a, 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 a light spice that begins, and then things get, like, way spicy. Yeah. So we're going to tell you when they start getting a little out of hand. So things start getting a little bit out of hand at 55.28, but then get more out of hand at 58.16. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so you start in, it's the the it's mainly just, like, light undressing. It's not, like, full um, like it starts, we we marked the start of when um, Pinto's date drops her petticoat. Right. Yeah. That's so. Uh, that's kind of like when the first thing starts going. You kind of know when things like where things are heading. Yes. So, if you, I will tell you if you choose to peel off during this part, you're gonna miss some comedy some, gold. Like, Top tier comedy. Um, because. Uh, Otter is just hilarious. Uh, his his just, prop work is fantastic. It's so good. He's like trying to make a drink and he's like bouncing the ice cubes like out of the glass. She, he takes her coat and puts it on a hanger and then just like misses the, the rod to put the hanger on. Then takes her dress and tries to put it on a hanger and just misses the rod to put it on again. So he's like trying to be like super suave and he's like halfway killing it. It's, <laughs> like, it's absolutely hilarious. Halfway not. And all the time while this is going on, you have uh, Pinto trying to unhook a bra from the 60s, which is, like, like a nearly impossible thing to do. trying to unhook this bra. And <laughs> eventually he's like, I must be locked or something. And she just reaches back and just is like, blip, blip. Um, which is the start of our, like, very Wh- spicy moment. Um, which is 58.16. I don't know if I mentioned that. And goes goes to 5902 um and at this point she unhooks her bra massive amounts of of tissue just like fall fly out (laughs) and she plops down passes out passes out so she she's like kind of on top of 
um, Pinto, and he's just kind of left holding the tissue, like, in his hands, and she just, like, falls over, and he's just, like, left with the tissue, and it's just like, what? (laughs) Like, where did this go? And at this point, he looks over at her, and so you've got, like, a full bare-breasted thing happening. So she's passed out, boobs out, like, completely half-naked. And then he's got these little, the angel and the devil, like, literally on his shoulder. And the devil is like, you know what you want to do? Like, come on, get it done. Like, you're never going to have a better chance. Like, let's do it. And then the angel is like, don't you dare touch her. That's not polite. She's passed out. You let her sleep. (laughs) You know, it's the whole thing. And they kind of battle back and forth with each other. And there's some derogatory language in there. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's definitely there, but um, it's just funny. <laughs> and then he ultimately makes a decision where he's not going to do anything. And the little just angel's wheels like, her back home in the yeah. shop cart. And angel's like, I'm proud of you, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he wheels her home in the shopping cart. And that's when we find out that she's actually the, the mayor's daughter. Yes, the mayor's daughter. Yes, the mayor's daughter. I got confused. I'm yeah. Sorry. So it's like, oh boy. So yeah, he wheels her home. Meanwhile, everything's great with Mrs. Warmer. We don't get to really see anything there. We just kind of see her get scooped up with Otter and like And like she flicks off her shoes. Flicks her shoes off. Breaking and one of the tables in the process. Yep. And then, you know, we don't actually see anything, but we get to see kind of the end of everything. Where the mayor finds his daughter in the shop cart and immediately calls Dean Warmer and is like, this is your fault, da 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 And he's like, my fault? What are you talking about? Yeah, okay, maybe it's one of the fraternities. I probably know which one. And then you just see Mrs. Warmer's, like, feet in the air. She's laughing hysterically. She's drunk out of her mind. She's just thinking everything is great. And the next thing you know, you see, like, a newspaper article while she's, like, like taking a vacation in like Palm Springs. Or yeah, like something. their summer home. Yeah. Like she just, he like sends her away for a while for like all of her hijinks. Which is ridiculousness. <laughs> ridiculousness. But there you go. So that that's kind of one of the one of the bigger ones I think that we see in here. Like that's kind of one of the the main uncomfortable bits. But comedy gold. It's, comedy gold. It's people. comedy gold. Comedy gold. Really funny. Um, I miss a little bit of where some of the like little bits that are like super funny that make other bits a bit more uncomfortable are. Um, but the next one they have marked down is one hour eleven minutes twenty five seconds in, and runs to about one hour seventeen twenty four, and this is when they go on a road trip. Yes. And this whole thing is kind of cringe. Kind of cringe. Kind of cringe a little bit. So, Flounder has his brother's car. Which is, like, a super nice car. Yeah, and his brother's really happy about it. But they're, like, all feeling down. So, they're like, you know what? We need a road trip. So, they decide that they're going to go to a nearby all-girls school. Which is not nearby. Yeah, which is which is not, it doesn't even exist. <laughs> Also that. Yeah, it's Dickinson College. We actually do have a Dickinson College in Pennsylvania. Um, But this is Emily Dickinson College, so it's not at all the same thing. And it's, like, it's definitely an all-girls school. And it's ridiculous because they they have things like, was it existential dance and, like, some kind of poetry, whatever. So they decide they're going to go there, and they read in the newspaper in the obituaries that one of the girls that went there died in a kiln explosion. (laughs) 
Killin, kiln, 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 kiln. One of those things. The thing you put the pottery in and then the flames come. That you can't say kiln. I can't say kiln, steel meal. It kiln, works out. Kiln. 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 Explosion. So it's like right off the bat, you're like, what are they teaching these girls? Like nobody's going pre-med at Emily Dickinson College. Yeah, this is like your artsy women's school yeah. type of deal. So they're like, oh, we're going to take advantage of this. And so they get this like super skeevy plan. Which one of the guys even is like, I don't know, those those Emily Dickinson girls, they're just, they're another breed. <laughs> Where it's like, Otter, mm-hmm. the ladies' man, goes in and he asks to see the girl who died in the kiln, kiln explosion and pretends that he's her fiancé. Well, they were engaged to they be engaged. They were engaged to be engaged. And then he kind of cons her roommate who comes down you know she's like comforting him like oh she died is there anything i can do yeah and then oh you know well i guess i just don't want to be alone right now oh and bt dubs can you find like three dates for my friends and so they all pile into the car and they head off to go like out on a night out and where do they end up they end up at this bar where they see that our favorite band, our favorite party band, favorite party band, is playing. Yes, Otis Day and the Nights are playing, um, and Otis Day and the Nights. It's it's a it's a band of color. <laughs> it's a black band. They play like R and B and soul music, <laughs> which is fantastic. But they also play it at black establishments. Yes, so they go they go into this bar. Yes, which is all black. Has no white people in it. Yes, in 1962. So it's it's already pre- pretty uncomfy there, right? Um, and they're all sitting at this table, and then at one point, Otter is like, "Oh, I'm so sad," and then like leaves and runs off. And so the roommate is like, "I'm gonna go after him," and she runs off too. Right. So they're in the car. And things get a bit steamy. They get and steamy in the car. That's that's our main, the main start of our uncomfortable moment. Right. Meanwhile, back inside of the bar, this guy just like all, three three large men, large men, come over to the table and are like, "Do you guys mind if we dance with your dates?" <laughs> Not in that voice. I just can't do their voice. <laughs> I'm finding out. And. Yeah, these are large black men, and Kat, if you don't know, is a small white woman. Yeah. So she cannot do their voices. Not at all. <laughs> uh, but, and they're like, are dates? No. And the women are like frantically shaking their heads, and the guys are like, no, we don't mind at all. And then the one gentleman just picks up like, the table. Lifts the table. That that's been bolted been, to the yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah. And just like, <laughs> lifts it up. And moves it out of the way, and then, like, the ladies get up, and then the three guys just, like, run. Yeah, I think the one of them said, you know, if I was in your position, and they, got, and they were like, yeah, get out of here, yeah, me too, boop, 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 and they, yeah. just, <laughs> they just caper. Beat feet in a hasty um, retreat. And leave the women. Scarper, not caper. They just leave the women, they, yeah. They're poor dates. <laughs> leave the women. So they run back into the car and interrupt the steamy moment. Yeah, and I think they toss her out of the car. I think they toss her out of the they car. They toss her out of the car, and then all of the women have to like walk home by themselves. <laughs> Luckily, they do, we do see them getting back to their dorm, and everything like is safe. safely. And what is the the one, the one girl's like? Uh, oh, like, this was awful. Yeah, I don't know. I thought. Yeah, who is it? The roommate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? What? Who did? Does she say that Otter was? Cute? Yeah, she does. She said Otter it's was like, cute. Like, oh, I don't know. I thought Otter was cute. 
Yeah, because she was like, the one like in the back, like making out with them. While the other three were like at the mercy peril. of whatever was going on in the bar. Yeah. And they're all like, "Ew!" <laughs> it's kind of cute. It's it's kind of cute. Yeah, in an awful kind of way. But yes. like the whole thing is kind of cringe, like in and of itself. Like, kind of awful. Like, the whole scam. Like, the whole thing, you know, with, like, the racist undertones. Like, the whole deal. It's, it's just it's ridiculous. Not, it's not a good scene. If it's you're going to skip scene. one of the ones on our list, that would probably be the one to But you will miss I would have stayed in the night singing Shamalama Ding Dong, which is a fantastic little ditty if you haven't heard it. I so. love that song. I do. It's so good. Um, Then, our next uncomfortable moment, we are back at Lookout Point with our second girl. The second girl, because she has ratted out on Mandy. Babs has told um, Greg, hey, I think Mandy's been seeing some people behind your back, FYI. Yeah, she says that he's she's seeing she's seeing Otter, and Otter. I think that they did have a fling. That was that was pretty well like alluded a, to. Yeah, but That's not like a happened. recent. Thing. Yeah, it was like, like a while ago. Yeah, a while ago. So then, um, she tells Greg, and then you know they have this whole plot to beat up Otter for doing yeah, all which these they things, do, which and they do. Not great. And then for her part in all of this, then. Now she gets to be with Greg, and they get to go to make out point, which does not work any no, it's, better. No, it's than basically the, last. the same type of scene, <laughs> except the funny bit in this one is like not like, oh, I'm just not paying attention. It's just her being like, "This is supposed to be this soft." <laughs> um, and this this moment lasts from one hour eleven minutes twenty five seconds to one hour seventeen minutes twenty four seconds. Yeah. It's just another little goofy moment. Little goofy moment. And just the joke that, like, the, you know, this big, tough guy at this yeah. big, fancy fraternity and just can't do anything. he's feeling, like, super confident because he just took down uh, Zell's house and they're, like, getting, this, like, taken off campus and they're all getting expelled and, like, this whole right. thing. Yeah. Um, and I think between... Oh, hold on. I think I read the time wrong. I read the time for the car one again, not the not the lookout point. I'm sorry. Lookout point times code is one hour twenty eight eighteen to one hour twenty eight thirty nine. Okay, there we go. There we go. Yeah, it's not a long one. It's it's very short, very cute. Um, some other uncomfortable things that happened through the film though that I that I think we should, might want to just mention. Was that our last? That was our last one. That was our last one. Yeah. The, so that's it at this point. Sit back and relax. What was the end of the time? One hour twenty eight. One hour twenty thirty nine. Okay, yeah, so yeah. you got like a full on like twenty, 20 minutes, minutes of just like sit back, relax, and, and, and just go ahead and enjoy the hijinks. show. Yeah, so there's some massive hijinks after this. Massive, massive hijinks, not to be missed. Um, um, yeah, couple a couple light things. Yeah. Um, the the one the girl that Pinto was seeing, they have like another rendezvous on the football field. And he's like, oh, you know, I've lied to you. I've never done this before. And she's like, that's okay. I've never done that before, too. I actually lied to you, too. And he's like, oh, about what? And she's like, well, I'm 13. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> so, yeah, really lucky that he just didn't do anything the other night. Yeah. Any time. <laughs> he just was like, nah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> just like, took, touched a bullet on that one for sure. Yeah. For sure. Which then culminates during, like, the final bit. Yeah. Um, where she goes to her dad and, like, holding hands with, with Pincho and is like, Hey, do you remember that guy who molested me next last month? We're getting married. <laughs> we have to get married. We have to get married. This yeah. is him. Yeah, which is kind of cute. And then 
one other thing where you do see butts um, is Boone's uh, girlfriend, Katie. They're kind of on and off again a little bit because she feels like he needs to be more mature and he <laughs> just wants to have target parties and get drunk and live his life. I wonder why she feels that yeah. way. <laughs> um, like, there are a couple of times where Katie's one professor kind of shows up. He's a history professor, I want to say. Oh, no, lit, lit professor. Lit professor, yes. Lit professor. And he's a little sketch in a yeah. couple of the moments. And he kind of just, like, he tries to be that cool professor that, like, you know, everybody wants to hang out with yes. and whatever. So, like, smoking weed at his house at yeah. the one point. Yeah, and... so he's like, oh, come over, smoke some pot, it'll be cool, you know. I'm just teaching until I can write my novel, and then I'll be great, da-da-da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they all, Boone and Katie and Pinto. Pinto all go over to his house, and they smoke a couple joints, and that's kind of weird. And then we find out later. There's this one moment where he like is like getting ready to for everyone to smoke. He shuts the blinds, turns off the lights, and just like looks back at the room with like this the most like sus expression that you can possibly have on a professor's face. Well, he is sus because well, then, no, no, no. Yeah, is, we find but... out that he's actually started having a little bit of a side thing with Katie. Like she was kind of backing off from Boone. He's like, "Oh, you're busy. Where are you?" So then finally, he like shows up. And you see her butt while she's throwing a shirt on overneath, and then the professor kind of comes out of the bedroom, and they go into the kitchen, and then he, he reaches like up reaches on a up. shelf, and you see his butt then, too. So, definitely sus. So, there's definitely <laughs> a some... A bit more than sus there. Some college-age versus professor-type professor. situations going yes. on there. So, not cool. So, that happens, and then I think... That's pretty much it for like the weird and, and strange. And other that, it's just a good time. Yeah, just, it's just like wonderful. The fun homecoming hijinks. parade is not to be missed. Uh, all kind of craziness happens there. Um, just with floats being driven in a crazy way, and there's marbles everywhere. And, and the marching band. <laughs> the marching band. I mean, there's just there's a ton of fun stuff that happens in this movie. I, I can't even tell you. If you're at all like into a screwball comedy, it, it is the movie for you. Um, this was uh, part one of our double feature because it was directed by John Landis, who is also one of the screenwriters on this film. Um, one of the other screenwriters you might know, Harold Ramis, if anybody's seen Ghostbusters, oh. R.I.P. You will remember him. Um hilarious guy absolutely amazing um you know just so good just so good um yeah if you're if you're at all into this kind of thing i I can't recommend it enough it's just a great movie yeah it's a lot of fun it's a really good time yeah just fun yeah just if you want to just be goofy and fun just throw it on yeah it's a good it's a good background one as well if you need to like get stuff done especially if you've seen it before I don't think it's ever in the background. I always watch it. <laughs> you, like, knit while you watch it, though. Yeah, but, I mean, knitting is just, I can still listen, you know? Yes. All right. So, um, how uncomfortable do you think it was to watch, like, based on the uncomfortable moments? Maybe, like, a six. Like, a five or a six. Yeah, I was going to come in probably at, like, maybe a six, six and a half, just because the uncomfortable moments are the pretty uncomfortable. The uncomfortable moments are so uncomfortable. <laughs> But they're just the funniness takes away from it so much, which is why I initially wanted to give it a five. But uh, based on how uncomfortable the uncomfortable moments are and how many of them there are, right? I would probably have to go with a six. Yeah, I mean it's pretty it's pretty up there, just especially based on on what they are. Okay, so we're gonna say I'm gonna give it a six, six and a half. Man, uh, six and a half for me. I'm gonna give it a six. 
And un- overall uncomfortable? No, that's what we did. Oh, okay. So overall goodness, I'm going to give it like a 9 out of 10. I freaking love this movie. <laughs> I'm also going to give it a 9. <laughs> I think this is a classic. I think it's not to be missed. I think everybody should watch it. It's so much fun. It's it's a really good one. It's great for pretty much any occasion. You're sick. It's perfect. You're yeah, it's, it's raining. It's, it's perfect. It's comforting. It's, it's a good time. You can watch it with friends. You can eat popcorn. It's just it's a good friends movie. Yeah, and everything you know, everything kind of works out. And they give you the bad guys don't win. The good guys do okay. Like it's it's fun and it's fine. And they do like the little thing where it's like, where are they now? Type yeah, deal, which is always a good <laughs> which time. Which is adorable. I mean, it's just. There, nothing super bad happens to anybody. Like, nothing crazy happens to anybody. Are there sus moments in it? Yes, there are. Again, this was 1978 based on 1962. So, yes, there are going to be some suspicious moments in there. But overall, it's so goofy and fun. I think everybody should watch it. I really love it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a goofy time with a lot of fun hijinks. Yes. And comedy it's, it's it's just great it's just a good film it's a good laugh mm-hmm. all right both of us have seen it so many times and I we know. still will laugh out still loud laugh like every we'll time. on the floor laugh. every time like i know funny moments are coming i'm already laughing <laughs> she is i know there's i mean if you've ever like if you've ever been in a food fight <laughs> there's a wonderful food fight in this movie not to be missed it's fantastic um you know <laughs> john belushi's character does an impression of a zit <laughs> so good. <laughs> I love there's, it. There's just so many good I jokey think, moments. I think Kat gets grossed out by the food. I do. It. Even though you can eat a hamburger exactly the same as Bluto. I can. <laughs> and I've seen you do it, I swear. But he does eat jello and I know that grows you out. So <laughs> Jello does gross me out. Well, yeah. Not but speaking of gelatinous things. We just got back from Blobfest in Phoenixville. We did. And guess who won first place in the costume contest? I did. The picture that I posted is, like, not the whole costume. It's, like, a very small piece of it. It's the me piece of it. Because there was pouring down torrential rain. It was pouring (laughs) torrential rain. That has never Um, happened before. It was horrible. For anyone who missed it. Uh, I did take first place in the costume contest, and we had a great time just so much fun. doing the run out, doing everything. It was terrible rain. It was awesome. Terrible but then, rain. yeah, there was just torrential rain for just the costume contest, yeah. basically. And just like the, the last part. So we have a Nick Horror Fan 88. Shout out to you, my dude, because he had a fantastic costume also. He did. Um, he was a uh, Friday Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street 3, the best one. And he's just like a cool guy. Yeah, and he had a really, really cool, cool costume that with the the TV based Freddy when he pops out of the TV, and you know grabs the the gal and pulls her in, and it unfortunately the rain just like wrecked him as well. But he did still yeah. place third. So good he did. Him. It was it was really cool. And then like a uh, someone dressed up as the Colonial Transformer type of deal where they yeah. had like different pieces of the Colonial on like their arms and their knees and their head, and they just like bent down and did yeah. the thing. That was cool. And the, I gotta tell you, the kids costume contest winner was, was a little great. audrey too they were in a little plant pot the whole thing it was so cute it was adorable it was really really cute so a lot of good entries this year and a lot, unfortunately a lot of hard work to get ruined um based on the horrible weather it was awful but you know what it was still a good time we still had a lot of fun and you know it was it was just a great time 
great year. Yeah, yeah. it was either even though it was the weather was unfavorable. And next year is the 25th anniversary, so yes, looking for really bigger and better. Bigger and better next year. We're going to start planning something. <laughs> we have something in mind. Yes. But based on the things that I think the judges look for, I don't know that it's going to win. Yeah, we had a judging panel of a lot of uh, MST3K notability. Which I was volunteering for MST3K Con the next day. Yeah, because we had Jonah... And Emily was there? Jonah and Emily were yeah, in the judging so. panel. Which Emily, super sweet. Joel, also a very sweet guy. They were just, like, super friendly and yeah. chill. And Jonah, right? Jonah was there. I yeah, don't know if I... he was in the panel. Or did Jonah was super sweet. And, which, I get their names confused all the time because they're both J- Jamie's. Joel. Joel. Joel's the one. Joel, yeah. Jonah was super sweet and chill. Yes. So was Emily. They were both, like, chilling and hanging out and chatting with everybody, which right. was great. Like, during the torrential rain, even. Yeah. And also during, like, the MSG3K con, like, when we were cleaning up, they, like, stopped and were, like, chatting with everybody. And, like, Jonah, on his way out, was like, hey, does, did any of you want pictures? Like, I know it's super awkward to ask sometimes if you want one, like, you can come and get one. And we're like, no, thank you so much. He was just, like, a chill guy. Yeah. So if anybody's a fan of, if anybody's a Misty, and calling all Misties calling out all there, Misties. Um, yeah, apparently the Colonial is going to be a new home for a lot of Misty stuff, so. Yeah, because they're, like, right here, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, which is wild. So, I mean, I know Matt McGinnis has done a lot of stuff with the Misties. He's a producer, writer? He's a producer, I think. I'm not sure. Sorry, Matt I'm McGinnis. So sorry, Matt McGinnis. <laughs> I absolutely adore you, and anytime that, like... I impress you with my costumes. I get so excited. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's nice to be recognized by a lot of Misty's. So, I mean, especially, you know, you had Jonah and Emily who are, like, big names out there. So Yeah, yeah. I, I, really, I really wanted to talk to Emily about my costume because I was, like, supposed to be, like, hanging out with her a bit more, but I just didn't get a chance to. Yeah. Um, but she, I think she was the one on the end who I was like, I'm so sorry. You can't see what's about right. to happen. Because the way that they have the judges panel set up, which is I don't like. They have the judges behind where the costume, like, where your mark is to do your little bit for your costume. And I think that that's just really unfortunate. No, because we had, like, a She was, in case anybody doesn't know, she was a Sadako from uh, The Ring. And we had, you know, Sadako, obviously. And then we had a whole, you know, TV situation happening. And we had, like, a little scrim that, um, you know, we had a VCR and then... Chuck the dash daring, I guess I should say, the host. You know, we go to play the tape. He could push the tape into the VCR. We and had, we the, had scrim. Like, the scrim working on a little thing and a little pulley mechanism. We yeah. had to pull the whole thing up. We had a little speaker that would play like the the weird music and the sounds from when the the movie would play. So we had all the scenes there. And we had a phone ring, and then Chuck, yeah, uh, Dash would answer the phone and be like, "Hello," and then I would pop out and be like, "Ah, yeah." And it so. was it was really fun. It surprised. It worked surprisingly well. It did for- in the pouring rain. Yeah. <laughs> wildly wet everything yeah was. and the the bot we were having trouble with the bottom piece of the pulley system like not staying in but the rain made it stick really well <laughs> and you know when your character is someone that crawls out of a well it worked out wet yeah. is okay so yeah. it was actually all right so you know thankfully everybody was really cool we had a lot of a lot of cool people everybody was really sweet and nice down there and it was just a really good year despite the weather a lot of awesome. Yeah, I missed a lot of the vendors, vendors because I know it just the rain. We, we and got stuck inside hard. from the rain for a little bit. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of the vendors I think lost some some merchandise too, just because yeah. nobody. It was very quick the way that it came up. So I think a lot of people who were selling prints and artworks yeah. and stuff just did not have time to get their stuff um, in. 
I want to give a shout out to a couple of the vendors. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Geek Boy Pins. Louie, I love you. I love your stuff. I think that's great. We are obsessed with the Happy Blob Pins. We are obsessed with them. I want to give a shout out to Zombie Gentleman, who I know has really cool stuff. I Lots just didn't cool get fashions. to get your stuff this year. I'm so sorry. Really I wanted cool to grab some. Really pins from him. Yeah, because I want to have a lot. He has a lot of, um, like, the, the side of the tapes. And I wanted to like get some of the movies that we're doing on this on the podcast to like put on my jacket. But very cool, very cool stuff. There. Unfortunately, did not get a chance to stop by him. Jelly um, Cow, Jelly Cow is there. Love Jelly Cow. Love Jelly Cow. We got uh, the Moth Bundle. <laughs> yeah, they they have super kawaii stuff. I do try and stop there every All year. All the scariest monsters that you can think of, they make them cute and adorable. They're like super cute and adorable. It's phenomenal what they do. Um, that my niece got to come down this time for at least a little bit. And got to see them, so she was really stoked for a lot of that stuff. I think some Christmas presents might be in order. <laughs> um, oh, and I want to give a shout-out to Mr. Lobo. Mr. I absolutely Lobo. adore you. It was so exciting getting to see you there we this so year. Happy. Even we're though back you weren't in, hosting. In but it's like, it was so great getting to see you and getting to talk with you. I... <laughs> absolutely adore you and, and uh, you need to stay in better yeah. communication that's your fault <laughs> i know it's my fault Cat. that i'm not yeah um if anybody isn't familiar with mr lobo please check him out osi 74 it's a um, Roku channel yeah it's a roku channel he does cinema insomnia yep. he's a wonderful horror host fantastic horror host. he's very much like about the community and mm-hmm. like things are better when they're a little rough and that's totally what i'm about at least yeah <laughs> so i mean and super I, think, friendly. I think some of that is lightly missing from our run out show and like our other blob fest stuff yeah but maybe a little a little bit um but yeah if you ever if you have a chance please check out mr lobo his horror hosting his channels he's got like twitch streams and everything that he does if you're into you know old movies old horror movies and some like kind of more obscure stuff yeah please check him out please, he's a fantastic please. gentleman always makes time for everybody just really super sweet guy can't say enough about him yep. and so nice to see you in phoenixville mr lobo if you're listening we're just happy to have you back so happy to have you um yep and all of that was at our colonial theater as always yeah big shout out to the colonial we love you cat just went you. to the barbie party there I last did. night so much fun so there's always something going on do recommend the barbie movie if you have not seen it yet it I was pretty not good seen it cannot tell i know um, um, big shout out to Chuck for doing our intro as always. Thank you so much, Chuck. Our music. Thank you to Marshall. It was very good. Uh, works perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get really lost on what to say about the music. Cause I always want to go like into this in-depth thing, but I know no one probably but me cares. <laughs> and you said it so many I times. I have. I have. But, but anyway, it. we love it and we appreciate it. So thank you. Um, anybody else? No, I th- think that might All be right, it. I think for this half of the double feature, double secret S- werewolf. Double secret, double secret werewolf probation. So <laughs> double secret werewolf probation, if you don't know what the second movie is going to be, you We've should given you all of the information <laughs> that you need to figure it out. It's but another one of my favorites. If not, you will find out You'll very find out soon. Very soon. All right. All right. As always, thank you so much for listening. Our socials are... Uh, don't look podcast with underscores i found out i thought it did not have underscores but it's un- don't underscore look underscore podcast on instagram and facebook um and then our gmail is and also on tiktok sorry 
Our Gmail is don't look podcast, no spaces or underscores at gmail.com. Please reach out to us if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or movie suggestions or or whatever. Or whatever. if you've ever been in like a semi nude pillow fight. Yeah, please let us know if that's a sorority thing. <laughs> please let us know if Inquiring you've been in a sorority and you haven't been in a semi nude pillow fight. <laughs> um but with that, with I, that I think, think that's it. We have another movie to watch. So yeah. I guess we better get to watching. Yeah. All right. We'll be back shortly and uh, kind of give you the intro and let you know what's going on. All right. And I guess the best thing I can tell you is that if you're ever at a toga party and there's some sketchy things going on, maybe the best thing I can tell you is just keep drinking and don't look. Listen. I did. Mm.